Well, good afternoon, good afternoon, everybody. How y'all doing? How y'all doing out there? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the season premiere of the new podcast, The Sunday Sit-Down with Demetrius Crowley, brought to you in part by Brain Matter Studios and What You Won't Do, Somebody Else Will Productions. So, good afternoon, everybody. How y'all doing out there? How is y'all doing? First and foremost, before I get started, I want to give a shout out to the creator for allowing me to use my voice, not only to strengthen myself, but to inform others. So, shouts out to the creators this afternoon. Good afternoon for the season. Thank y'all for stopping through. Thanks, everybody. You know what I'm saying? For participating with the podcast thus far. But this is a different podcast. And what we talk about on this podcast, we talk about, you know what I'm saying, serious issues that's facing our nation. And not only our nation, but around the world. But all, not also that. We also come up with solutions and suggestions, you know what I'm saying, that we can also not just talk about, but do to help this thing get the way it need to be. So that's what this Sunday sit-down is for. The time, it comes on every Sunday whenever it wants to um, on Sunday because it's a Sunday sit-down. So it might come on in the morning. Might come on in the evening, might come on in the afternoon, might come on late night. It all depends on when I decide to host this show. And first and foremost, let y'all know my name is Demetrius Crowley and the real ideology because this is the real and this we are facing and talking about real issues. So I'll give y'all a real name. And we all keep it the same. So that's the reason and intent behind this show. All right. Just to let y'all know real quick, I got a very, very special guest in the building. You know what I'm saying? In the studio live right now. Um, I have Chef DJ Ambassador for Christ, the owner and CEO of King Ace Enterprises. So what's going on, brother man? How you doing today? I'm doing blessed, man. How about you? I'm glad to be here to really Sunday sit-down show with your first episode. It's been a long time, but I'm here now in the studio today, y'all. Oh, yeah, he here. He here. Yeah, we're Live here. in the studio. Oh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. That's what we do. Now, I mean, I mean, you know, just to really just be honest about it, you know what I'm saying? I'm really putting this show together because not only of the recent mass shootings that we done had across this country. I'm doing this show because it's common ground news. And it's to listen to what was said just in case anybody gets misinformed. And what I do, I decipher from what I hear to either find common ground with it or just show the facts that it's just useless and it don't work. And this is a non-judgmental, non-biased type show. So it is what it is. So what we talk about on here is just what we talk about. So thank you to all my listeners, followers, family, and friends for allowing me the privilege of some of y'all time to talk about something that's real and on time. So we're going to switch things up a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Because this is a show of, you know what I'm saying, of serious magnitude. And like I said, it only comes on Sunday. It's only maybe for an hour, but it's very informative. 
and it's informationally what we need. Now, this first episode, what we're going to talk about on this Sunday sit-down, we're going to talk about gun laws. We're going to talk about the gun laws. Um, safer gun laws. And we're going to talk about, you know what I'm saying, a couple of um, you know what I'm saying, scenarios and situations by certain people to maybe seek understanding for if somebody maybe got it misinformed and misinscrewed. So, like I said earlier, speak, re, speaking about the recent tragedies, you know what I'm saying, that went on in this country, the Uvalde, the Buffalo, New York, the church, and all of the other 20 mass shootings that we had in, what, 24 hours? That's a lot. So I had 20 mass shootings across this country in 24 hours. And you know what I'm saying? Like I said, this is a no judgment or no bias situation, what we're talking about here, because this is a very, very serious issue in this country. Now, gun laws, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm not blaming the law. I'm not blaming President Biden. I'm not blaming the Democrats. I'm not blaming the Republicans. Because my first statement that I'm going to make on this show is that the human mind is unpredictable. The human mind is unpredictable. It's unpredictable. So we can never just pinpoint the exact date and the exact time when somebody wants to just wake up and and decide to do something that evil. So I'm not blaming the NRA. I'm not blaming nobody because it's nobody's fault. Because the human mind is unpredictable. Now, I know we have documentation and we have news footage to where in certain situations where the police and the department and the FBI and Homeland Security and whatever it's called, the watch list, whatever you might call it, it, it is documentation that it is true that they fail to act on certain on certain, you know what I'm saying, certain actions. Because they had the information and they had the knowledge, but they didn't act on it. That is true. But what I want y'all to understand today is that the human mind is unpredictable. So we cannot just dictate and, and pinpoint you know what I'm saying? The actions of another person. Because a person can wake up with the intent of doing it on their mind, but by five o'clock, they'll change their mind because they probably came to their senses. Or they might carry out whatever it is that they try to carry out. And sometimes we just fail to act accordingly on those kind of issues. Versus issues that 
that they do want to present themselves. You know what I'm saying? And just to say that the, the, the human mind is unpredictable. So you don't know. We don't know when somebody going to wake up and decide to do this. But I'm going I'm to I'm I'm take it back for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I was in school, in elementary school, the teachers had parent volunteers that used to come to the school. And what the teachers used to do, they, what, the, what the volunteers used to do, they didn't just used to help the teacher teach the class from a parent being there. They was there, they was there also to monitor the behavior of the children. To monitor the actions, the emotions of what it is to be a kid. So, you know what I'm saying? And in the end result of that, it produced a lot of well-balanced, well-nurtured kids because they had the care and support to be able to when something is wrong, it was detectable, not only by other students, but by another adult. So a lot of tragic situations that we grew up with were preventable that we never saw because you got the help you need even if you didn't even want it. That is so true. I mean, that parent sitting in there, you know what I'm saying, told your teacher that notified your mom and your daddy that you're having behavior issues. So your parents were able to sit down with you and talk to you about your attitude and how to behave and how to perform. And the effect of an ass whooping. We don't get enough of these. We don't get enough ass whooping these days, man. We get our iPhones taken up, uh, PlayStation, Xbox, and all that. <laughs> but you got a point, though. We got back in the day, bro. It was rough for all of us, bro. Real, real talk. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. And the, the ass whooping. You stop whooping ass. You stop whooping ass. So that's why these children running around, even younger. Oh, no, see, I'm not talking about the babies. I'm talking about the older ones. The older ones, yeah. The ones that 17 and 18 that can go out and purchase guns. But can barely write their damn name. Can barely spell. But can go out and buy a gun. I'm talking about those, those, those kind right there. Those, 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 those in that area right there. You start moving ass. So these children feel like they can do what they want to do. So, that's one thing. Okay, that's one thing. But I like how you started out to remind remind is unpredictable number of real. Because yeah, I, I like the way you talk. I like the way you how you started out with the human mind is unpredictable. That is so true. Because not only just our young, it's some of our older ones too. But chef, I mean, 
like I said, Chef, we we just can't predict it, bro. We 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 can't, you know what I'm saying? Just detect when somebody just wants to wake up and they got it on their mind and want to go out and massacre people. That is so true because it's not only just happening in the schools. Look at all the church, look at all the church killing too that's been going on. So that is very true. And but I'm gonna say this, and you know what I'm saying. With this shooting that happened in Buffalo, the police had a 180-page documentation on the execution, the act, the intent, and the purpose of what this young man decided to do, but they failed to act on it. Wait a minute, so you mean telling the New York situation they knew about it? Well, no, they didn't know about it. Thank you for joining. Thank you for joining. Um, I mean, they didn't know about it. They, like I said, the human mind is unpredictable because they didn't. They didn't. They couldn't just say, "Well, he gonna go do it," but they had the documentation on the intent, the purpose, the design, and the order of the execution of what he wanted to do. But they failed to act. Plus, also, what makes it so, so, so more heinous. He drove over 200 miles away from his home to carry out this type of execution style on black Americans. So he should have been on the watch list. Yeah. Which his past behavior that was also identified and notified by school counselors. And his parents. But still didn't make it to the watch list. He didn't make it to the watch list. So he was able to drive over 200 miles away from his home. Disguise himself as a homeless man. Hmm. And and then, you know, like I said, this is, um, you know what I'm saying, this is news. So, I'm going to tell it just how it is and just what I saw. He pulled out an assault rifle with the word nigger. The word nigger on the barrel and slaughtered 10 innocent black people. So, See, I know. I know. It's unimaginable. It takes the breath clean out your body. Because you don't know what to say. Appalled. Appalled. I understand, ladies and gentlemen. But somebody got to bring it how it got to be brought. But we got a lot more show to go because this first episode, so we got a lot more show to go. But I just wanted to put that on y'all minds, ladies and gentlemen, that the human mind is unpredictable. But that does not give an excuse for the actions that take place. 
Now I'm going to sit there right there and I'm going to move on. Excuse me. I'm going to move on. But before I move on, uh, since you're in the building, uh, Chef, do you have anything you want to add to this uh, sex, this, this segment I just did? Oh, bro, I don't have too much to add anything to add to the segment right now, bro, bro. I didn't know what all that was going on with the Buffalo shooting, though. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's really breaking news to, to for some of us, but that's really sad. But see, that's the thing. You got to do your research. You feel me? And you got to see what actually went on. So when you get on these kind of platforms and you talk, Against the kind of things that I talk against, we got no to talk about. Oh yeah, that's, I, I, that's why I appreciate your show, for it, bro. I really do. So you, you you inform me on stuff that I don't get a chance to see all the time. Because you know, say so I watch the news and I watch a lot of social media, and I don't watch it to see what everybody else is doing. I watch it to be able to find something that I can defer people to back to where it's not all about that. You don't have to be that. You don't have to do that to be accepted. You just have to be yourself because you control the narrative. Know your surroundings. Don't be afraid to jump out there and take the leap of faith. Of course not. Don't be scared. Don't be scared to tell it how T.I. is, baby. You know what I'm saying? And people going to judge it. People ain't going to like it. People going to even judge it. But one thing that surrounds it all, before I close it, you know what I'm saying, before I go talking about this next subject, I'm saying it like this. They respect it. Yeah, they put some respect on your name. And then also let you know. In, in the they respect it. In the, in, in the community that you're serving, that you're forced to be reckoned with. Because not only that, you're informing us, but you're also educating on us of everyday facts that we don't really get a chance to see on the news or bring it down from a person that can understand it without the politics and the riffraff. Bro, I ain't trying to I ain't trying to toot my own horn before I go on. The Brain Matter Morning Show is the hottest podcast in Austin, Texas. I, I know, bro. Look at the status. I look at the stat. I check them out too. I follow. It's not the most popular, and it might not even be the most well known. But uh, contrary to popular belief, the Brain Matter Morning Show is the hottest podcast in Austin, Texas. That's that's facts. That's true. Because about what it covers and what it does. That's actually not only that worldwide too. We. We, we reach India, Africa, you name it. All over there in France, the United Kingdom, uh, we in Belgium, and we in a whole bunch of cities in, in, in America, Philadelphia, Jacksonville, Mano, Texas, uh, a lot of Georgia, all been in Georgia. You know what I'm saying? Philadelphia, but well, we all over. But anyway. And congratulations too for your trip and making it back home safe. Oh yeah, man, I appreciate it. Yeah, man, appreciate it, appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Because the reason why I did that is because I, I wanted to show people that I'm for real about this message that I'm trying to push. And not only do I get on here and do audio, I do video and I took pictures and did podcasts in different cities because I want to spread the word. 
you know what I'm saying, to start a network so we can create opportunity zones, like I said, so we can expand the message and people can tap into what makes them great and they can provide a good, a service and do a brand for themselves, teaching people how to think for themselves. That's one thing I respect about this show, bro. All your shows, bro, you always encourage us, but you always give us an outweigh to actually become better businessmen, better businesswomen, and not afraid to speak your mind. I mean, that's what um, that's what property damage is for. But let's not get too far, so let's go back to it. Okay, safer gun laws. I already discussed that. You know what I'm saying? The mind, the human mind is unpredictable. Okay. Okay, accountability. Let's talk about accountability real quick. Now, like I said, the human mind is unpredictable. But when it comes to accountability, I'm just going to say it. I ain't going to sugarcoat it. Raw, no rubble. What we got to do is, when these situations occur, we got to hold a motherfucking ass accountable for the things that they do. If they want to wake up and got the same 24 hours and a day and want to go out and do something heinous, if we can't prevent it or predict it, Guess what we need to do? We need to lock their goddamn ass up to the highest level of locked up empathy to send a message to the next motherfucker that want to try some shit like that, that we ain't going to tolerate it, we ain't going to appreciate it, and we're not going to goddamn have it. So that's what we need to do when it comes to accountability. Now, when it comes to uh, responsible gun owners, keep being responsible in the areas that you are being responsible in. Because see, one thing about it, I have children too. You know what I'm saying? And I have guns. A whole lot of guns. Well, let me tell you what I do when it comes to my accountability. It's two cabinets in my house that's always locked up, whether I'm here or whether I'm not here. Number one, my gun case. It is not a case. It is, you can't see through it. You can't see under it. You can't see over it. You can just look at it. It's locked from the inside and the outside. When it comes to guns, I don't be out all out in the backyard shooting my guns with my buddies. We don't hang out and have gun talks and gun shows and and, 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 and show off our, and show off my guns and all that old other shit right there because I have children. And my children don't need to see that. Because the last thing that I need them to know until it's time for me to teach them about what that is, is to learn how to shoot a gun. I need them to be children. So that gun case is locked up. The second one is that liquor cabinet. We don't. I don't leave liquor out on the ball. I don't leave liquor out nowhere. Cause I have children, so I have to lock it up. And when they ask what it is, I tell them it's a credenza. It's a piece of furniture that you're supposed to just look at and admire. And the lock on it, they can't even see it. So there ain't no need to question why is there a lock on it. So they ain't even asked about it. So they know nothing about it. And President Biden, he was right. He made a strong point. A lot of these young teenagers, they have access to the guns at home. Take the Sandy Hook incident, for example. The boy had access to all the guns in the world. Because the cabinets and the guns weren't locked up. So he had access to them. 
So he went out and carried out an execution. I forgot how many grown people he killed, but he killed 22 first graders. Because he had access to the guns that he had at home. Start locking these goddamn guns up. If you can't lock them up, get rid of them. Because this is where it starts. At home. I'm not getting on the teenagers right now and the ones that turning 17 all. We start, we're talking about safe, you know what I'm saying, safer gun laws here. We're talking about, you know what I'm saying, what's that law that uh, he said he wanted to do? Where is it? Where is it? Safe storage laws. I'm not talking to the responsible gun owners because the responsible gun owners, they already know that they got locks and they got, you know what I'm saying, things on their cabinets. So they ain't got to worry about their children gaining access to their weapons. When we talking about we talking about the unresponsible uh, gun owners that's all on social media flashing these guns, you know what I'm saying, doing these like cute little pictures with the child holding the gun. Man, that shit ain't cute. I seen a video on Facebook where the little boy had a pop on. The boy had a, a fire stick in his hand, like a little Uzi. Y'all sitting around smoking weed, bullshit or whatever, and he could have picked up the goddamn Uzi and sprayed the whole house. He don't know what he doing because he think it's a toy. And President Biden is right. For the people that have guns and don't be responsible with them and these children, get them in their hands and do stuff like that, your ass should be charged. You should. Start locking these goddamn guns up. And you don't have to worry about that. Even when they get a little older and they go to wandering, you go out there and you teach them and you show them what it is to use them the right way. You teach them that it's not a toy. That's straight facts, yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> the reason why a lot of these heinous acts happen because you're not teaching them what the gun's for. That's like I said earlier. I don't have no seminars with the buddies when we sit around and drinking. We don't show. I don't show off no guns, and we don't have them. I don't do that type of shit. No, because that's not what they're for. No, we ain't doing that over here. Only drink look around my children. When they ain't here, might do something like that then, but you got to be careful what you expose your children to. Especially your babies, you're right. And a lot of gun owners are not responsible, and a lot of evil people got a lot of guns. And they teach their kids to hate and discriminate to go out and carry out these heinous acts. We need to start locking their asses up too. That's why we need deeper background checks. So we can we, we can detect the, 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 the psychological, not the physical, but the psychological mindset of certain people.
Because we have to know. Anybody that suffers from, you know what I'm saying, depression or, well, not even so much depression, but anybody got trouble with domestic violence or in the, you don't need to walk around with no gun in your hand. That's so true. You don't need to have a gun in your hand. Any dude walk around, can't count to 10, don't need to have a gun in their hand. Any female walk around, don't know what hole she piss out of, don't need a gun in her hand. Now, y'all might take that for jokes, but I'm being for real. Now, I'm going to read y'all some of these comments. You know what I'm saying? That I got off of, you know what I'm saying? Um, I watched the, uh, the, 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 the address that Joe Biden, President Joe Biden, said that he want Congress to do as far as, you know what I'm saying, having set the gun laws and some of the things I just named out, like, you know what I'm saying, red flag laws and, you know what I'm saying, safer, you know what I'm saying, you know, safe storage and, you know what I'm saying? The accountability thing, I just throw that out there. But yeah, I got one more. I got one more I got to talk about. But I'm read your comment. You know what I'm saying? That Joe Biden said. That we don't say, where I go? Oh, yeah. I ain't really got no comment, but I just got something to be spoke about, like trigger locks. You know what I'm saying? I, uh, I came up with this one myself. Trigger locks interlock case. Even if you got your gun case locked up, every gun you got in there got a lock on it. Come on. A lock inside a lock. Mm-hmm. Just can you do that, get access to it, they can't shoot it because they got a lock on it. Mm-hmm. But I'm just gonna, um, you know, what I'm saying, I'm just, I'm just gonna keep it right there, you know, what I'm saying with accountability, and then I also listen to, you know, what I'm saying, a speech from former President Donald Trump. You know, what I'm saying, I listen to a speech from him, and besides the politics, I'm not into it for the politics. I'm in it for the message, because on this show, I really don't care about what. The Democrats or Republicans won't. About the safety of the kids. About the safety, our safety. It's about the safety of these kids, so where we can restore the peace of mind, to where going to school can be a daily function instead of a life sacrifice. Facts. So, former President Trump said, "Changing our look at mental illness." He said, no law can cure the effect of a broken home. Nothing can substitute a strong mom or strong dad. Nothing can substitute that. Also, President, uh, former President Trump said, Democrats and Republicans need to work together all over this country to strengthen our schools and protect our children. 
So that's where the politics for me go out the window. And not only that, President Biden said it's not about taking away people's gun rights. So to all you people out there say, hey, is it taking me out gun rights? We can't do this. We're going to. Man, shut the fuck up. Before you even start that stupid shit. Because the man ain't said nothing about taking away nobody's gun laws. Nobody's gun rights. See, that's where that old politics and the old bullshit come in and the old mud saying, man, fuck all that right now. Nobody go fuck about that right now. About to say to your other kids, man, they're to go back to school safe and sound. And not worry about, and for us as parents, not to worry about, is my child gonna come home safely? Or I'm afraid I have to go to school and weep and cry. It ain't even about that. So I don't want to hear nobody whining, ain't taking away all getting rights. And no, fuck that. It ain't about that. What it's about is, now I'm waiting on, I'm waiting on the bullshit. Because I'm telling you, the first thing they're going to say, what about the people that they're going to serve in the military? Simple. They qualify and register to carry those kind of weapons. So they have that privilege. But anybody else is 18, no. They don't need no AK goddamn 47 or no M16. No, they don't. I agree with it. No, they don't. Raise it to 21. Facts. Raised in the 21, because in the state of Texas, which I live in, you can go purchase a rifle before you can purchase a pistol. Facts. <laughs> we need to take away that law. I say, I say instead of 21, I say 25. No, we keep it at 21. Why 21? Because, I mean, by the age of 21, I mean, I really think a lot of people are mature enough to own and purchase another responsibility and the safety of a firearm by that age. And just like if it costs, just like if it if it it takes the legal age to buy liquor. To be 21, being able to purchase a high magazine weapon should be 21 also. I got you. I see where you're going with it now. I got you. Got so you. I can go out and buy an M16 before I can buy liquor. I can't even go in the liquor store to 21. Right. That's across the land. That's across the land. But I can go buy a rifle that can kill 1910. Or some odd people. Right, the 21. I totally agree. I'm with you on that right So, now. to all the um 18-year-olds, sorry. I love you. I love a lot of you. It's not all of you. But no. You don't need to be walking around with no AK-47 on M16. And can't fill out a job application. That's a huge fact right there. Come on. So, yeah, sorry. Ready to 21. Whoever mad, get mad. 
I don't give a damn. Because it's not about how you feel right now. It's about what needs to be done. All right, go ahead, bro. I totally agree with you. Nine twenty-one. I see. I see where you got the twenty-one from. That makes a whole lot of sense. It does. Then you do have to do twenty-one before you go to liquor stuff. On the gun, on the on the gun restriction, that does. That makes a lot of sense. The man's are being real. Yeah. I got to wait till I'm twenty-one to go buy liquor. You should be. I wait with twenty-one. Will you go versus gun like that? That's true. New York has already started in a couple of other states. So I suggest if y'all want these mass shootings to slow down, slow down in the states and in the cities, I suggest y'all do the same. Raise the law, make it hard, and then you evade and weed out the guns that's on the street and you better get them off. Because it'll be undetectable. It'll be detectable. Because ain't nobody else running around with no gun like that. That's facts. So, okay. Let's clean it up. Y'all want it? Here it is. So, sit down. You know, we're just going to talk about the serious issues. Gun, safer gun laws. We do need safer gun laws. We do need different background checks. And we do need more safer the uh, storage. I got a quick question for you. So, oh, you said about the background. How, how can you do the background? So, what are you? What, so, if I was to go buy a gun, and I'm not 21, but I'm 18, so how would you protect it? Know that my background situation. How would you? What suggestion you have for the people for that? If the if, if the state were to say I had to be 21. Mm-hmm. To buy a firearm. Well, first off, with the background check, it doesn't just cover your criminal history, it covers your mental history also. Okay, I like that. I like that. Because if the system, if the system can give you a social security number to where if you move to another state and you owe taxes in another state and they can track you from another state, I don't care if it's from Florida to California, if you owe the IRS any money from Florida, but you moved to California, they will be able to track you and show that you owe them. So, not only your criminal history should check your mental history, your psychological way of thinking, stuff like this can be detected. Facts, facts, facts. You know what I'm saying? Through permanent records. You know what I'm saying? When I was in school, Mm-hmm. They taught us something about a permanent record. Mm-hmm. And that permanent record follows you throughout your whole life. Even after you get out of school. Facts. So you can be able to, to, to detect and identify a person's behavior patterns 
through their permanent records, through they, you know what I'm saying, through their, their years of school. Looking at the conduct. That's how you ease it and be able to identify who registers and who qualifies to carry a handgun. So that's the answer to that. All you got to do is just add an extra added element to it. Add a, 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 a mental check, a psychological check. Same thing with the police department. They might be a good cop, but they might not be a good field cop because they might take handle high stress situations. Okay, you're going somewhere. You're going somewhere with that. Back up, you're going somewhere with that when it's stressed. You said about the police, you that's a huge fact because I don't, I agree, but I, with some of the police, I feel like, yeah, they take everything overboard. Yeah, but see, those are those selfish, chauvinistic, want to use their power to throw their weight around as police officers. Because you have a lot of good officers, a lot of good cops out there that has to bear the shame. And you know what I'm saying, and and and, and the embrew taint on their name through the corruption of other officers. So a lot of a lot of cops get shamed and get treated because of the corrupt cops, and a lot of them have to bear that and also still try to do their job. But a deeper psychological analysis will provide more information to say, well. He might be a good cop, but he ain't no good field cop. So we're going to put his ass in the office instead of letting him be out there in the field because his stress level is too high. And he might not be able to perform the task that we need to perform in a life-threatening situation because he don't have or she don't have the training. Her psychological, his psychological is not there. So you have to just put that in place. Put it in place. More psychological. Same thing in the household. That's a huge factor. That I, I, I totally agree with that. Same thing, bro. You just have to be able to know what information, how did it take, or, or the, the, the same thing President Biden was discussing. We got money to send $40 billion over to Ukraine to help fund the war. You mean to tell me we can't take a billion dollars and improve, you know what I'm saying, get more personnel and get more people that's qualified in the areas that are not in social media and everything and technology is so upgraded and so updated. Now, you mean to tell me we can't take a billion dollars to refund and restructure the information and the database process that we need to stop these tragedies from happening? That's bullshit. I refuse to believe that we don't have that kind of money for that. That's why I said I don't give a damn about what the Democrats want. I don't give a damn about what the Republicans want. I don't give a damn about no agendas. The agenda is what are we going to do to provide the peace of mind so these kids can go back to school so they can get the school experience. That's it and that's all. Give a damn about no gas, no other. We can deal with all that later. But right now, they have to be able to sit down and agree on something. That's facts right there. That's facts. I totally agree. 
and surround the kids safety going to school. That's so, because like you said earlier, when we was going to school, we didn't have to worry about that. Because if it went, if it went mama or daddy, it was auntie or grandma in the school system, and everybody knew everybody from from one neighborhood to the other neighborhood. And you know, this is not like. A economical problem or a financial problem. So I like what former President Trump said. This ain't about money. Facts. It ain't about y'all get this or we get that. It ain't about that. It's about these children. Facts. It's about the so children. if it ain't about that, the children, I don't want to hear that shit. I'm agreeing with that, real, real, real talk, because it's, it's sad in the last couple of years how many actual sh- shootings we have happened at school. And this is a bunch of in the mouth show. So this ain't a type of show that I just know. I'm waiting on the black people to say, well, all the black on black crime that go on in America, and now you just saying something about that? Man, shut the fuck up. That's, that's what the black on black crime because is. I've been speaking on that. Facts. And I've been saying, take that hate, get it out your heart, and turn your love inward. Facts. Turn your love inward. And that's how you saw a black on black crime. So I don't want to hear that shit either. Because it's not about that either. It's about the kids, man. About these children. The end of the day is about the kids. So if you ain't on that, I really don't give a damn about what you talk about right now. I really don't. That's a real fact. I told her I'm a, I'm a 100% agreeing with him with that because it is. It's so sad, man. It really, it really is sad, especially in the last 24 hours. We don't have, I mean, how many, how many, how many students are you Well, uh, to be perfectly honest. You know what I'm saying? It happened over a series of last week. But like um the Yavaldi. Um uh, the Yavaldi shooting that involved the 19 students and the two teachers. I think it happened May 24th. I was still on tour when I got the call. You know what I'm saying? I got a phone call. I think it was from you. I got a phone call. And you were like, bro, you seen this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was me. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, because I called. I actually did you watch the news later. Yeah, because I was talking about how Steve, oh, uh, Steve Kerr, he, 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 he got to the nitty gritty when he did his press conference and he was very, highly, very upset. Yeah, I, yeah, I got the phone. I was still, I was on. The last, the, the the second to the last day for the tour. Yeah. And I got the message. And I ain't gonna lie, I was devastated. I was heartbroken and I was hurt. Because I'm tired of seeing that. And that's what Steve and that's what Steve Kerr, Kerr was saying. He, he he he's tired, it's time for us to do something now because it's affecting all of our kids now to the point that he don't he it's hard to send. It's hard to, for us to send our kids to school these days now. We don't know when, or we're gonna send them or not, or we're gonna be one of those parents, uncle, grandparents, or something like that. We've been crying. 
when we send our kids to school to get the, to get a better education, to have fun, to learn things, but not to be afraid that they're going to die. And that's what we're talking about on Sunday sit down today. Stay for gun laws. I agree with President Biden, and I also agree with former President Trump. We have to do something, regardless of who gets what they want. But the kids get what they need. That's it, and that's all, y'all. Post your comments, like, subscribe to this new podcast if you like it. Um, tune in every Sunday. Like I said, this show comes on, you know what I'm saying, every Sunday, whatever time it, it feel like it, because that's just whatever time it feel like. So, thank y'all for listening. Thank you to the uh, the one guest that stopped through. And I want to thank uh, my brother, Chef DJ Ambassador for Christ for stopping through and for the live video feed, with the live uh, audio feed for the first air of the show. Because um, like the power of my phone about to go out, so I got to cut it short today. But uh, tune in next Sunday where we discuss another interesting topic. And we also come up with solutions to the issues that not only facing our country, but facing our world. Thank y'all. I'll see y'all later. This has been um, a Brain Metal Studios. You know what I'm saying, Aaron? Brought to you apart by What You Won't Do, Somebody Else Will Production. Tune in to next Sunday for the next sit-down on the sit-down show. Aircraft Crowd, signing off. Yeah, my phone hot as hell. Oh, my phone hot.